an uneasy feeling that you are not alone. Don't worry. It's just a ghost. A shout out to Tia Mayhem and Tanya Venom of Stormstress for providing the incredible intro music for this podcast. Welcome to It's Just a Ghost. I am your host, Mary Jensen, and we have co-ghost Perry Jones with us again tonight. Hey, Perry. Hi, Mary. How are you? Doing good. And I think I told you that, well, I know I did because I sent you one of them to read. We have two listener stories, our very first two. That's really great. I know. It's exciting, right? Yes, it is. So you've got one from Keith. Do you want to read that one? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I can go ahead and read it. Okay. And this is from Keith, and he says, I enjoy your podcast, so I decided to send you my ghost experiences. When I was around 10 years old, my family moved into a new home. We had to move there because my dad's job required it. I have an older brother, Tim. The strangest things began to happen almost as soon as we moved there. I would wake up in the middle of the night to whispers and giggles that sounded like children playing. That happened once maybe every couple of weeks or so at first. Soon it was once or twice a week, and then it was more like every night or two. I would pull the blankets up over my head and stayed still, too afraid to look. I didn't tell anyone. I was worried they wouldn't believe me. The thing is, my brother heard them too and didn't tell for the same reason. It wasn't until we were adults that we talked about it. Let me get back to the children. This one night, I decided if I heard them, I would be brave and turn on the light and look around. I couldn't take it anymore. I was tired all the time. It happened again, and I chickened out and it under the covers. It wasn't just the whispers and the laughter. Sometimes things would move on their own. My books would fall off the bookshelf in my room. It felt like someone was watching me sometimes, even in other rooms of the house. So one night, when I heard the children, it also sounded like something like maybe marble was rolling on the floor. I sat up and turned on my light. Nothing there. There wasn't anything there. I basically spent the rest of my time in that house dealing with this until I was 24 and got married and moved out. Tim, my older brother, had moved out a couple of years before me. Then one night, Tim and I were hanging out and having a couple of beers. He said to me, I bet you're glad to be finally out of that house. I know I was. I asked him what he meant by that. The kids playing and whispering. He said this so softly that it wasn't so I heard that. Heard him right. You know about them, I asked. They kept me up a lot of nights, he said. Then I told him about my experiences, including the books falling off the bookshelf. He let out a sigh of relief. I guess because I didn't think he was crazy. It did feel good to talk about it. A few more years went by and he found out that our mother noticed things missing or in different places than when she left. And once, he said, she saw child-sized shadow figures going up the stairs. My dad won't admit to anything, but we all think he has experiences as well. Thanks in advance for sharing my story. So that was from Keith, one of our listeners. Um, And he describes 
exactly what I think I would have felt also um, if something like that had happened to me. How about you, Mary? Oh, yeah, definitely. Afraid to tell somebody. Right. And Hiding under the covers. <laughs> yeah, definitely in hiding under the covers for sure. Even yeah. though you kind of want to look, you're too afraid to look. I mean, right. that's that must be terrifying. Yes. I mean, yep. then the poor kid had to deal with that for years, thinking mm -hmm. he was the only one and afraid to tell right. anyone. Right. Um, and uh, being afraid to tell everybody because they think you're crazy or making just a story up or something. And, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then his brother, too, the same thing. Right. And then it, yeah. it, and it sounds like, I mean, he didn't say if it was like while they were growing up that they found out, you know, later mm -hmm. on found out that the mother was um, having things happen too, or if it right. happened after they moved out. Right. But it sounds like she kind of kept it a secret too. Right. Yeah. And if the father had any experiences, I guess he's still keeping it a secret. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. And I hear that a lot because I think, I think most people have had at least one experience in their lives. And sometimes it's so subtle that they may not even realize they had one. Uh -huh, and uh -huh. I think a lot of people are just really afraid that someone's going to think they're crazy. Right. And, and, but that's not what this podcast is. This podcast, I mean, if you've listened to like, earlier episodes perry's had a ton of experiences and he still does he still has them uh -huh. and i grew up in a haunted house as well and i've had many experiences and in fact after i tell another listener story here i have a few that have happened to me this month so uh -huh. if you're listening to this and you've had experiences or know someone that has please don't be afraid to share them with us because we are the last people that would laugh at you or not believe you. That's you know? for sure. So please feel free to send them in, vent, get it off your chest. You can just use your first name. You can even make up a name if you want. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's up to you. Yeah, I would we, we welcome anyone who has a story or anything like that. Just let us know. Send it in. We'll be happy to read it. Yeah, definitely. We've been waiting, and we finally got two listener stories within like great. a couple of weeks. And mm -hmm. this is really the perfect time, too, to do it because we're all in quarantine. You should have plenty of time. <laughs> right. Maybe that's why they sent them. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I have nothing else to do. Right. <laughs> so I've got one here from Ashley. And okay. Ashley says, I have a few stories that have happened to me that I would like to share. My first paranormal experience happened when I was about 11 or 12. I was walking to school and I could swear I felt someone run by me. I felt the breeze and I could hear the footsteps, but there was no one anywhere around. Then when I was 15, I woke up during the night because I felt like someone was tugging on my blanket. I have always liked to keep my blankets all tucked in around me close. And I have always just done that, and I'm not sure why. Anyway, it felt like someone was tugging on the blanket. I sat up, but I didn't see anything. I figured I must have been dreaming, and then I felt a chill, and someone touched my shoulder. Oh, my God, Ashley. <laughs> I wasn't afraid, though, and it didn't feel evil, but it was weird. 
and my grandmother had died a few months before, and she used to like to play tricks on people. That is the only thing I can think of, because nothing like that had ever happened in the house before. So, oh, could have been. Yeah, I bet you it was, especially since she said it didn't feel evil, you know? Right, right. And so after that night, my mother would tell me how she thought Grandma, which was her mom, was around because she would come home from the store sometimes, and there would be fresh flowers in a vase on the table. And once she thought she heard someone humming. My grandmother mm. always had fresh flowers on her table, and she liked oh. to hum while she was cleaning or cooking. Thank you for sharing. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I've heard that a lot, too. You know, like people will smell like perfume of someone who's passed, or they'll hear them singing or humming like that, or, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. I, hear, I hear that a lot happens, too. That you know, must be comforting if you, you know, as long as you know who it is. And with those details, I have right. no doubt that it was her grandmother. Right, right. So that's awesome. Yeah. So, Ashley, you know, if you have any more experiences from your grandmother that you would like to share, send them in. I'd like to send hear, you know, if she does anything else. Yeah, that'd be cool to hear. And it's also nice that it's like a grandmother that she knows about, too. It's, yeah. yeah, she's watching over you, and she wants you to know she's there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, again, if you have any stories, you can email them to entertainment underscore source at yahoo.com. And we will read them on the show, just like we, we read these two listener stories, and we're looking forward to more. Much more. Many, many more. Many. We want our <laughs> inbox exploding. That's right. With stories. Yeah. Blow it up. Blow it up. And so I've actually had a few stories from this is, well, we're recording this. It's the last day of April and the episode won't be up for over another week. But so all these happened to me in April and so the first one was beginning of April, and I was it was in the morning. I was taking a shower, getting ready for work, and we always we have like a light that you can turn on in the shower, mm -hmm. and then the regular light in the bathroom. So I always have the bathroom light off and just the shower one on, okay. just because I don't like it really bright. You know, I just like to relax and take my shower, and. Okay. So I'm showering and I'm rinsing my hair and all of a sudden the bathroom light came on. It just went the on. The bathroom light came on? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And my girlfriend, Kathy, she was still sleeping. So, because at first I'm like, oh, Kathy must have came in here. But no, right. she was still sleeping, but that light went on and it stayed on until I shut it off. Wow. So that was a little creepy. <laughs> and then, so same morning, Kathy's still sleeping because she gets up like an hour later than me. And I'm sitting on the couch. Now, we have an open concept where you, the kitchen, you know, kind of, you can see the, into the living room. Yes. And yep. so I'm sitting on the couch and I'm having my coffee. And there's these two lights right above the breakfast bar, which is right before you go into the living room. And they're like mm -hmm. dome lights. All right. 
and they both dimmed like very slowly. They dimmed almost all the way out. And then That's crazy. Yeah, right? And exactly yeah. at the same time they brightened. Wow. Wow. And they did that like three times in a row. Wow. And then as they dimmed down the third time, they went out. And it wasn't like a loose switch or anything because it wasn't like flickering. And I did go over and actually check the switch and it was fine. So Yeah. And you still had power in other in other parts of the house? Yep. It and I wow. just I went over and flicked it right back on and then it stayed on. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. So then fast forward to a couple of days later and we had just cleaned the house and I had just washed the bathroom mirror and everything. It was sparkly clean and we had already showered and like brushed our teeth and stuff. And we were in the living room watching TV and Kathy went in to use the bathroom. She's like, Mary, didn't you wash the bathroom mirror? And I said, well, yeah. So I go in there. And it was all like splashes, like toothpaste splashes. Like you were brushing your teeth with your mouth open and just letting it fly. Right. Well, it was all over the mirror and dried on there. So like it had been there a while. Right. And I said, well, I don't know where that came from because I cleaned the mirror and we hadn't really used the bathroom since then until that moment. Right. So there's another weird thing. <laughs> yeah. You're having more interesting things than I am now. I'm getting there. <laughs> and it's weird because I've been living in this house about five years. Mm-hmm. And n- nothing ever happened here. Well, nothing actually, ever happened until you started the podcast. <laughs> right. Exactly. Except for a couple of things right after Kathy's oh. mother passed away, which I had put oh, in right. another episode. But other than that... Yep. Nothing. Never felt like there was anything here. Nothing weird ever happened until I started this podcast. (laughs) Right. You must be attracting them now. And I heard that that might happen, too. And I'm like, well, that's cool. Yeah, I've heard that, too. And I kind of like it because, like I said, I grew up in a haunted house. And when Mm -hmm. you grow up with that, it just seems like part of life. Right, Perry? Yes, it does. And when it stops happening, you kind of miss it. <laughs> you do, and I was missing it. Right. So, I, I mean, because none of this feels evil, so I'm good with it. Yeah. Okay, and then I have a tower fan in my bedroom, and mm-hmm. it's up on a bureau. Okay. And the bureau is, like, facing my bed, and, and the fan is always facing my bed because I get really bad hot flashes. Selling like my sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're that age. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so I have to have, I have that fan and another one on me. Even in the winter, I never have my heat on in the bedroom because I die. Right. But anyway, so that fan is always facing the bed. And so one morning, um, I went in my room after showering, and I noticed the fan was turned. Like the base and everything, it was completely turned toward the wall. Turned toward the wall. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So I said, Kathy, I said, did you touch, did you turn my my tower fan? And she's like, I haven't touched your tower fan. What are you talking about? So I told mm-hmm. her. And she came in and she's like, okay. So yeah, some, <laughs> some 
thing, someone, something, turned right. completely turned it. So I just wow. turned it back. Mm-hmm. And then I have a few more. <laughs> so now we have two cats. And yeah. one cat, when we feed him, we have one cat that will just gobble up her food. And then she wants to go after her sister's food. So we can't mm-hmm. keep food down all the time because she would explode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so the other cat, Molly, she likes to nibble. She likes mm-hmm. to have a few bites of her food and save some for later. But, you know, Missy will mm-hmm. not allow that. So right. um, we usually take Molly's food and go and put it in on whatever bed she's sleeping on. She's uh-huh. usually in Kathy's room sleeping on her bed. So right. this one day, I'm working from home now, so I'm always home. But Kathy was at work and... So I fed the cats. I put Molly's on the bed beside her in Kathy's room. Uh And then I didn't touch it again. So Kathy comes home from work. And then later, it was time to feed them again. So she went in there to get Molly's bowl. And she couldn't find it. She said, yeah, she asked me where I put Molly's bowl. And I said, right on the bed. On the bed. (laughs) That's where I put it. It wasn't there. Yeah. Wow. So she was looking all around, and it ended up that it was on her headboard. On the headboard? Yeah. Nice. So who knows who put that there, but um, right. it wasn't Molly, I don't think. <laughs> right. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. That's an odd place. So then I was telling, because I had told Kathy about the lights and everything, too, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. And when I had told her about those, actually, she said, it's really weird because I've been hearing sounds, like, at night. Kathy has? Yeah. Wow. Like, around that time. And I said, yeah. you know, what kind of sounds? She goes, I don't know, just, like, little, like, people banging stuff around, like, in the other end of the house, you know, like, dishes mm-hmm. or whatever. Wow. And she said she heard the swish sound. Oh, did she? Yeah, the one but, like that I had heard a couple times a while back. Yeah, you've heard that, right? Mm. Yeah, and she said she heard it go shh, just like the ones I same heard. thing you heard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and let's see. Okay, so then I was working because, like I just said, I was working. I work from home now, and I was typing on my computer. And to the left of me, there's like a big mirror on the wall. Uh huh. And so I'm just staring at the computer typing, and it was a cloudy day, <clears throat> excuse me, plus all the blinds were closed because I don't want reflection on the computer. Right. And then all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I saw something like, not even just a flash, it was like, almost like something like walked or went by the mirror. Uh, but it was uh, also like it wasn't, it was inside the mirror, though. Wow. Even though it was out of the corner of my eye, I you know, right. it was almost like it was something embedded in the mirror that actually, like, moved. That would be scary. <laughs> yeah, because I've, I've been reading a lot of stuff that ghosts are very, show up in mirrors a lot. I've heard that, too. Well, you know, we have, most of our mirrors here are actually covered. We cover them during, at night. Yeah. You do, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, have you ever seen anything in the mirrors, or you just do it? Yeah, no, we just heard that, and 
Yeah, we just never seen anything in the mirrors, but we don't want we don't want to either. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Precautionary. Yeah. Yeah. So when I looked, there was nothing there, of course. But I've been hearing like sounds too. Like oh. as I'm working, like behind me, and it freaks me out because I I turn my chair around and like you know I'm the only one here besides the cats, and they just sleep. Right. So, and then there's nothing there. And, yeah. Um, but I haven't, nothing has happened in like a week and a half. And I'm wondering, this is really strange. Because after the last thing that happened, mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but I was laying in bed and I was like thinking about all these things that have been happening. And it was kind of like, I wasn't really scared. Right. But I just wanted to know who it was. Right. And so I'm thinking maybe it's my mother because she passed oh. away like, well, it's like 20 years now, but still. Mm-hmm. And then Kathy's mom. Yeah. So one time, and this is in another episode too, but um, I had gone to talk to my mother in the cemetery and it was at night and it was just something I had to do. And I didn't even realize I was there, you know, because who would go into a cemetery at night alone? but anyway so I got done telling her what I needed to and I just said you know if you heard anything I said please give me a sign but wait till I'm out of the cemetery right and so a little while later I was pulling up to a stop sign and all of a sudden I smelled her perfume really strong see there you go yeah and so I'm laying in bed and I said let me do a test so I kind of just whispered and I said there's been a lot of weird things happening here. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm just curious if it's you. If it oh. is you, please let me smell your perfume. Right. And I'm not even kidding you. A few minutes mm-hmm. later, I smelled the perfume. Really? Wow. And then nothing has happened since that night. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I guess she just wanted to, you know, hang out for a bit. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so those wow. are those are my stories since the last time, you know, I had any to tell on here. Uh, and so you haven't had anything new except you still getting the uh, uh, the mist, the mists. Yeah, and shadows. There's been a few shadows now too. Um, it's yeah. like like you said, like there's like somebody walking by that, but we see like a shadow, a shadow against the wall or something. Or mm-hmm. yeah, that's and then you look and of course there's nobody there. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you see a shadow go by and then you turn. You know, you look around. It's like, okay, where'd that come from? Wow. Yeah, now, that hasn't happened a whole lot yet, but it just it seems to be getting more and more often now. And the mist that there's like a black mist and a white mist, and those are still happening. I don't know every two or three days, and I still don't know what they are, but they kind of float. Like I said before, they kind of float through like the middle of the room and they don't last long. Just, you know, they go like a couple, two or three, four or five feet and then they disappear. Wow. It's just like a little cloud. That's all it is. I mean, a vertical cloud, like it's like a seven or eight inches wide and about a foot or two tall. And it just sort of goes by. <laughs> wow. I can't figure it out. Yeah. Now, you can look at those directly. Yeah. 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 Oh it's almost like they want you to see them. Now, those are 
those are very different because mm-hmm. they'll appear like right in front of you and then they'll you know move to one side or the other yeah, yeah. i wonder what those and are if i don't know like one is you know there's a black one and there's a white one and i don't feel anything from them no. i don't feel any evil or any I, I don't feel any presence at all but it's definitely not evil Wow, yeah, that's weird because you usually feel stuff and you're not feeling yeah. anything. Right. And my daughter says she doesn't feel anything either. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I wonder if, like, the shadows that you see are them, too. Like, maybe the mist is, like, something trying to appear. Maybe, yeah. And then, then now maybe they're starting to, like, be able to be shadows i don't know it's just a theory (laughs) right i don't know your your guess is as good as mine i don't know (laughs) i know i always like try to like to figure stuff out but see i believe so much in all of this stuff that there's Mm -hmm. no doubt in my mind so i don't like well i mean if there is maybe a possible logical explanation i will try to find that but if i you know I'm not going to uh, try to find one for something like that because. Right. So then I try to find out, okay, what is it then? You know, right. we know it's like something like paranormal, but what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The mist definitely is because nothing else can make that occur, especially when it appears like right in front of you, you know, like five feet away and then it moves, you know, it moves a couple, two or three or four or five feet, then disappears. Mm-hmm. The shadows. Theoretically, that could be like a reflection from a car going by in the street or something, you know. Right. But that's but we, don't, you know, I live in a country. I don't we don't get much traffic out here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. Right. Huh. I still yeah. think like you should like at night before you go to bed, turn on your computer and put on the uh, rec- the recorder. Yeah. That. Maybe the camera and the and the audio. Um, yeah, I may do that. I might even do that tonight. Maybe that's what I was thinking. I think you should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's all I've got. But I do have a story from comedian Poppy Champlin. I recently interviewed her for my other podcast, Entertainment Source Interviews, and. Oh, cool. You know, I happened to just tell her about this podcast as well. I said, Puppy, you don't happen to have any paranormal experiences, do you? And she said she did have one. And so oh, wow. she told me that. So that'll be coming up next on this episode. But, yeah, so uh, let me know if anything else comes up. And if you find anything in your recording, if you do decide to do it tonight. All right. Yeah, I just might do it. Maybe. We all go to bed late here, so I don't know. But, I mean, it may not catch much is what I'm saying, but we'll see. Right. You have to try. And you might have to do it more than one night, too, you know. Right. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Perry. All right, Mary. It's been fun. Thank you. Thanks for being my co-ghost again. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) All right. We'll talk again soon. Okay. Okay, bye. All right, bye-bye. Here is comedian Poppy Champlin telling about her paranormal experience. Hello. Hello, Poppy. This is Mary Jensen with the podcast. Hi, Mary Jensen. Hi. How are you doing? Very good. How are you? I'm still sane, I think. 
<laughs> yeah, I think that's the key. Just uh, trying to focus on that. Yep. Gotta make sure we stay sane. So, Poppy, have you ever had any paranormal experiences? You know, I think I one time experienced a scary ghost at the University of Rhode Island. Okay, that sounds good. Let me hear about your your ghostly experience at the university. I was, I don't know what uh, grade I was in, whether I was a, must have been a senior or a junior in, in college. And uh, I was drinking a lot at the time. Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, and the theater had this green room and there was a bed in the green room and I was tired and I was, you know, I had a rehearsal later. So I thought I would, you know, sleep off my hangover. And, um, so I went over to the bed and I had always heard that there was a ghost, you know, in the theater and stuff, but it didn't bother me. And so, um, I went over to the bed and, they said that the name of the ghost was Charlie, and on the bed was a note that says, Charlie sleeps here. And I was like, what is this? Ridiculous. So I flipped the note away. The thing is, to turn off the lights, you had to go all the way across the green room, which was kind of far, and then all the way back to sleep in the bed. So I did that. And, uh, you know, I'd say it was at least one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and, you know, 10 steps away and then back in the dark. And it was totally dark. And so I went back and got into the bed and I fell asleep. You know, I, I definitely went out. And before you know it, I don't know how much time had gone by or anything. I really, I really have no idea. But all of a sudden... I woke up to the most shrill, the shrillest scream I have ever heard. I mean, it was this blood curdling. Oh, there goes my alarm. It was a blood curdling scream that, oh my God, my hair stood straight up. Um, I felt like it was coming from the stage. I jumped up. And I, you know, fumbled to the light switch. I ran out. I'm like, did anybody just hear that? Did anybody? Is anybody here? Nobody was around. Nobody, nobody, nothing, nobody. That was it. And that, that was it. Wow. So, yeah, it must have been Charlie then. I wonder what he was, <laughs> I wonder what he was screaming about. I was sleeping in his bed. Oh, and that's, yeah, maybe he wasn't happy about that. And that's why they had the note there to warn you. So right. do you have any idea who Charlie is? Like who he was, no. I mean? No. no. Oh, that's interesting. But, yeah. but there, the, 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 the folklore is that Jay's studio, which is not the main stage, but there's another uh, theater called Jay's Studio, and that that is built on uh, ancient Indian burial ground. Well, there you go, then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try to do a little more research and see if I can find anything else. Well, that's okay. cool. So is that is that the only experience you've ever had? Yeah. All right. Well, that was scary enough, right? No, it was. Right? <laughs> 
So I did a little bit of research on URI, you know, the University of Rhode Island, and discovered that Charlie is not the only ghost that haunts the campus. A longtime employee of the college has reported hearing glass breaking near the spiral staircase backstage in Edwards Auditorium. When checked out, there is no glass anywhere to be found. The third floor of the Chi Omega sorority house is said to be haunted. Supposedly, there is an apparition of a woman that has been known to appear in doors and windows open and close on their own. In the Sigma Pi house, lights and TVs turn on and off by themselves. A figure has been seen sitting in the chapter room. A ghost named Barbara and her child hang around the Delta Chi fraternity house. There, a ball can be heard bouncing when there is no one else around. Voices in the hall outside the library when no one was out there. Footsteps by an unseen presence have been heard in the library. Shadows in the Fine Arts Center. More shadows on the wall during a show than there were actual actors on the stage in the theater. A ghost named Abigail has reportedly haunted the house of Lamba Chai Alpha. According to legend, Abigail was the daughter of a Rhode Island governor in the 1800s. Her family rented the house at 29 Old North Road during the summer to be close to the South County beaches. In one version of the story, Abigail hanged herself in the narrow stairwell but other tales suggest that she fell or was pushed down some stairs. Alpha Phi is reported to have a ghost named Patrick who haunts the third floor. Stuff has been reported to just fall off shelves. So as you can see, Charlie is not the only one that haunts the University of Rhode Island. Hello there. I just have a little add-on that I'm putting on to all of the old episodes. We have a new website address. It is, it's just a ghostpodcast.com. And we also have a new email address, and that is it's just a ghostpodcast at yahoo.com. So if you heard a different email or website address in this episode, please ignore that and use the new one. Again, the email is it's just a ghostpodcast at yahoo.com. And the website is itsjustaghostpodcast.com. Thank you so much. As always, please email us your paranormal experiences to itsjustaghostpodcast at yahoo.com and we will read them on an upcoming episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please follow and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can help us grow and get our name out there by telling your friends about us, and we would be thrilled if you would leave us five stars. This helps people find us out there in the sea of podcasts. It's all free, so why not, right? You can follow us on Facebook at It's Just a Ghost Podcast, and on Twitter at It's Just a Ghost 2. That's the number two. And also on Instagram at It's Just a Ghost Podcast. Remember, ghosts are people too. Until next time.